The Mental Wealth Podcast, hosted by Justin Little, is proud and honored to announce that we are now sponsored by BetterHelp.com. During hard times, it can get really difficult if you don't have anyone to talk to. Being alone with your thoughts can be an isolating feeling that can allow negativity to consume you. I know for me personally, this past year of 2022 has been one of the toughest years of my life. In fact, many of us throughout the pandemic have experienced more mental health concerns than ever before. For me personally, having someone that I can trust to talk to, to give me the therapy that I need has made me feel better and allowed me to cope. That is why I am proud to be sponsored by BetterHelp. BetterHelp has customized online therapy that offers video, phone, and even live chat sessions with your therapist so you don't have to see anyone on camera if you don't want to. There's a broad range of expertise in BetterHelp's 20,000-plus therapist network that gives you access to help that may not be available in your area. You just fill out a questionnaire to help assess your specific needs, and then you get matched with a therapist in under 48 hours. Then you schedule secure video and phone sessions. Plus, you can exchange unlimited messages, and everything you share is completely confidential. You can request a new therapist at no additional charge anytime. Join the 2 million-plus people who have taken charge of their mental health with an experienced BetterHelp therapist. So many people use BetterHelp that they are currently recruiting additional therapists in all 50 states. Get 10% off of your first month at BetterHelp.com slash Mental Wealth. That's BetterHelp.com slash Mental Wealth. Go get that 10%. And most importantly, take care of yourselves. Welcome. I'm Justin Little, host of the Mental Wealth Podcast, available on Apple, Spotify, and Google, and now heard in 31 plus countries worldwide. Thank you so much for listening. Please subscribe, follow, and share this podcast, and feel free to leave us a review. To support us, find us on Instagram at the mental underscore wealth podcast, and be sure to visit our brand new website, www.mentalwealthpodcast.org. That's www.mentalwealthpodcast.org. If you'd like to support us financially, be a guest, or sponsor an episode, please email us at contacttmwp at gmail.com. As always, please take the time to invest into your mental health, wealth, and well-being. Thank you so much for listening. My name is Justin Little, and you're listening to the Mental Wealth Podcast. So I cracked the code. I cracked the code. Let me ask you something. Is there anything in your life, people, things, 
that you're running from, that you're hiding from, that you're scared of? Is it possible that of all the things that you're running from, you could also be running from yourself? I cracked the code. I think I realized why I love flying so much. It's not just a convenience because I actually love driving. I love a long drive, music, windows down, just me, myself, no one in the car because, well, when I was married, you know, she likes to stop and use the bathroom. I like to go as long as I can on one tank of gas, no stopping. But something about a plane being 30 to 40,000 feet above human beings floating feeling like nothing can stop you it's ironic because there's several hundreds if not thousands of people who are afraid of that feeling who are fearful I embrace it I love it because it's my chance to escape it's my it's my chance to run Run from myself. Run from myself. I can't believe it's August already. Halfway through August, three and a half months, and it'll be twenty twenty three. I wanted to come in here on episode number fifty and be honest with you. I'm an imposter. I've been running. I've been purposefully, intentionally running because that's the easy way out. And it caught up to me about a few weeks ago. But let's make it make sense first. Let's go back to beginning of the year. And this is a great dialogue for those who just joined the podcast. If you haven't had a chance to go back and listen to our catalog, I mean, I put it, I put it down. Everything's there. But I'm going to give you the Cliff Notes version. Separate from my wife, then wife. Messy. Tears, crying. She moves out. And as I'm dealing with that, knowing that that was the right decision, I got drugged through social media. Things said about me, extremely hurtful, extremely painful. I never responded to it. I blocked it out. I stayed focused, but it wasn't easy.
there was a conversation I had with my partner one day where I laid out what I would need and want if things were to work out. I was gaslit, told I was crazy. It was thrown in my face. The next day, she posted on social media publicly that we were getting a divorce. I never said that we were getting a divorce. I said that we were separated. Never spoke on it publicly. That that message was made and sent to me by my family. And there was people in my family who called me and wondered, well, hey, what's going on? What was worse was during that time, there was a particular family member of mine's who was spreading that same information that she was putting out, that sat in rooms with my ex as she drug me through the mud and repeated it as if it was true and never once picked up the phone to check on me, to call me. I struggled with that. I still struggle with that. Behind the scenes, I, I did things to still be financially supportive of this person, to build them up while never dragging their name airing out details, showing receipts, doing things that would have just made me a nasty person. In April, early April, oh, excuse me, before April, about a month and a half later, I find out that while she was doing all these things to make herself look like the victim, she had done one of the worst things you could ever do in a relationship. And I'll leave it at that. I've been separated not even 30 days and that had occurred. What was worse about that situation was I didn't find out about it from her. I found out about it from two other people. And then she told me. I felt defeated. I felt low. It wasn't what she did as much as you had the nerve to say what you said about me, to do the things you did behind the scenes while I was being a good guy, respectful, courteous, and still financially assisting you. How dare you? That played with my mind. And then that same person had the audacity, whether joke, jokingly or not, to ask me, were we going to make things work? <laughs> so we didn't talk for quite a bit. I go up to Jersey, go to this mental health event. I'm a, I look rough. I look back at some of those photos. I looked really rough. I had not had a haircut in months. Beard was all over the place. I just was a mess of myself. I had found out, um, I had applied for this speaking engagement at the White House. Didn't get it. Depressed. Like, man, this will be the one thing to lift my spirits. Semi-finalist. Didn't get it. I think I spoke on that before previously. Now, the light gets brighter, but this is my mindset. And so I get to May, and I just start running around this country. In the last 90 days, I've been in Orlando, Florida, 
Atlanta twice, Dallas, Texas, San Francisco, Phoenix, Washington, D.C., Charlotte, Charleston. I mean, the list goes on, long list. Now, some of it was tied to speaking engagements, work. But some of it was just, I just wanted to get away. I needed to get away. I couldn't face my demons. I couldn't face my feelings. So my solution was to pretend like they didn't exist. I talked last week about healing can only begin when you stop pretending that you're hurt. Well, for a while, maybe I knew I was hurt, but just said, nah, ignored it. Let me, let me mask it. I think I'm a master masker. Like I'm really great at feigning the funk. During this time, I had a falling out with my parents. Stopped speaking. Triggered. Talked about that in a few episodes. I think the 911 episode, two words episode, a few episodes if you've listened recently. And there was a point in early June before I went to San Francisco that there was an event for my cousin who graduated high school. And I remember going to this event that I knew my parents would be at. I knew several members of my family who I had not seen in quite some time. And one particular person there who I knew I had an issue with would be there. And I almost didn't go. But then I said, Justin, let's not center yourself. This is not about you. Go support your cousin. He didn't do nothing to you. Okay. I went there and I sat outside for 50 minutes, crying, scared, anxiety attack, like can't do it. Finally walk in, everyone's already busy, you become the center of attention, you walk in late. And I've run to the bathroom, just trying to compose myself, trying to breathe. And who comes into the, the door first? You betcha. It's my father, who I have not spoke to in two months and have no intention of speaking to. And I was shook. I hadn't really dealt with that. So let's get to the meat and the potatoes. July comes along. And in the state that I live, you have to be separated for six months before you can have a divorce process. And I remember recording that one episode where I talked about how I was feeling, but I want to dig deep. Because I stand on my divorce. It was the best decision for myself and eventually for her as well. And but nothing prepared me in those moments to know what that feeling was going to be like. In that week that I got the emails from the lawyers that it was time to sign the paperwork, I reached out to her. We had conversations. And she admitted that there was things that she did purposefully to hurt me. That I'd hurt her by wanting to break up, so this was her way to get back at me. She admitted to a lot of things. She admitted to 
why she did what she did. She wanted me to feel some type of pain. Okay. It worked. Maybe not for the reasons you think, but it did work. So that was validating somewhat, right? But still wrapping my mind around the fact that I never planned to be 29, divorced, no children. I love children. I want to be a father so bad. I want a family. I need a family. But that wasn't a reason to stay. And I realized in those moments that things were really over. And that's hard to accept where you once loved someone. You you saw your life with this person. You sacrificed for this person. You lived with this person. They're a part of your life, your memories, whether you choose to or not. Like they're they're there. And for me, that was difficult. And I had to see her. We had it, and you gotta get these papers notarized. And that was a tough week. I shut out a lot of people that loved me and cared about me. I already didn't have a relationship with my parents. I think during that week as well, my my parents ironically tried to stop by my house to say hello. I kind of just shunned them off because they hadn't seen me in so long. I just wasn't ready to have that conversation. And I realized in some of those moments that I really had not processed anything. I had not processed. I was over the relationship but I had not processed how I felt about it. I had not processed what that was going to mean future state. I had not processed the good things. Me speaking on a stage with Sean King and Jay Barnett, me speaking at PodFest. If you guys have listened to some of the recent episodes, you've heard some of these engagements that I've done. Like those were big moments in the, in the, when it comes to the podcast. And some of these events that I've had the privilege of attending and speaking at and being involved in, I've been so busy running away from me that I haven't taken the time to just sit back and just absorb, reflect, meditate, and really find myself to truly sit with the pain of knowing you made the right decision, but still never wanting that result. So here's when I knew that I felt like I was being led. I felt like there was something, it was a sign because the weekend after the divorce that I was going through it and, I, and it became final, I'm now legally, officially divorced, free. There was an event I was going to attend the last week of July in New Orleans, a personal event. And I had not booked my flight, and the persons that I was supposed to meet kept reaching out like, hey, if you booked your flight, you booked. And I just was kind of waiting last minute. And Jay Barnett, as you all know, my mentor, my big bro, he posted, Charlemagne and him were doing an event in South Carolina. 
the Just Heal Bro Tour. Now, if you've listened, you know I've been to this tour twice. Once the inaugural in Norfolk State, too, in Richmond. Spent time with my, my good brother, Jay. I spoke with him out in San Francisco on that panel that he moderated. But in that moment, I'm like, I need to be there for me. Because the way I'm feeling right now, how down I am, having not truly processed my emotion, I need support. And when I went to go book a flight, would you believe that the flight was like 200 bucks round trip, where the flight to New Orleans would have been close to 500 bucks? I'm like, oh, this is a sign. I'll book a hotel later. I just need to, I need to be there. I'll drive if I have to. And I went there and I realized some things. And I knew when I came back from that trip, which was August 1st, about a few weeks ago, I knew that I needed to record this type of episode. I wasn't ready yet, but I knew that episode 50 would be this. Me just speaking openly and honestly to my listeners, to my followers saying, look, I don't have it all together. And I hope that you respect that. I hope that you respect the fact that I'm open and honest enough to tell you. Sometimes I don't know. Sometimes I'm, I'm failing while looking like I'm successful. And even in this moment, I haven't truly healed or processed everything. I have great things to look forward to in my future. In a few weeks, I'll be 30 years of age. Got some great things lined up in the fall, some more trips, some networking, marketing events. But friends, I am tired of running. I am tired of escaping. It's been a year up and down. I, and I gave y'all the Cliff Notes version, and we could spend three hours talking about the nuances of my life this year. But it's been a terrible, terrible year. I'm still here, though. I'm still strong. But I, I've realized I need to love on me more. I talk about self-love. I talk about self-care. But it's time I do better in that department myself. It's times when I need to do more for me. I'm not doing enough. Because I think I'm doing it by running. But I'm doing some damage to myself at the same time. Because in the escape, Right When we talk about, I want to go to spaces where I can forget, I want distractions away from what I'm dealing with, great, listen, that might work for you. But if you stay distracted forever and you never deal with what's troubled you, you'll never heal. So we can get too distracted. Distractions are good because you can't be in this mindset forever of dealing with your trauma. But if you stay distracted forever, you'll never deal with it. So I made a decision. Ironically, while I was in uh, Charleston, my mom reached out. 
that if she really wanted to have a conversation, she was hurt that I had not spoke with her. I told her that more, most of my issues was with my father, but there was a few things that I had with her. She couldn't understand. She still doesn't understand. Well, how could you just not talk to your mom? And I explained to her, listen, I know you're old school, but that's just not the way things go in 2022 anymore. There's people who don't speak to their family at all for a good reason. And no, but I understood her perspective. We talked and we agreed to meet. And last Sunday, we had lunch. And I told her, at this point, I'm not interested in having a conversation or relationship with my father. But that I'm willing to try to rebuild and reconnect with my mom. It was a great conversation. She heard me out on a lot of my concerns. But that was important too, folks, because... Me and my mom, I've always been a mama's boy. I'm our only biological son, and that was extremely difficult. And I asked her, I told her in our conversation, says, Mom, you're telling me how you were hurt, and I'm not going to gaslight you. Like, you should feel that way, that your son didn't speak to you intentionally. But I told her, I says, Mom, you know the relationship that we have. Do you think that it wasn't a day that went by that I didn't think about you? that I didn't miss my mom or wanted to call you and tell you all the places that I've been, all the things that I was doing every single day. Because I love my mom. But I needed to take that time for me. I needed to work on healing, not perfect. But I'm getting there. I say all this to say, I'm not going to keep you guys here for too long. I needed to come here on episode 50. Celebrate this amazing accomplishment. Celebrate everything that the Mental Wealth Podcast stands for, will stand for, continues to stand for. But to remind Justin that it's going to be okay. Have y'all ever heard of mirror work? Mirror work, look it up. It's powerful ways that you can speak to yourself. No one can speak to you like you can speak to you. Justin, I affirm you. I affirm that you're going to make it. I affirm that you aren't perfect, nor do you pretend to be. You acknowledge your flaws and your weaknesses, but you're trying. You're still here. You're still strong. Trust the process. Trust the people that love you. Trust the resources that you tell your followers and your listeners to utilize. Make sure that you utilize them for yourself. Remember to love on you. Remember to take care of yourself. You can't pour from an empty cup, Justin. You need to pour from your surplus. It's okay to take a break sometimes. It's okay not to have it all together. 
It's okay to be unsure. It's okay to be let down. It's okay to forgive. It's okay to love again. Just because this situation did not work out does not mean that you aren't worthy of love. There is someone out there deserving of what you can give. Learn from your mistakes. Grow as a man and be prepared to give that special person, all of you, unapologetically. Justin, you're going to make it. Justin, you are special. You are kind. You are brilliant. You are creative. You have a purpose. Let your light shine. May there be hope for you to continue forward each day, Justin, to be the best you that you can be and to do it on purpose. Folks, mirror work is important. How do you speak to yourself? How do you take care of you? What are you going through right now? What's on your heart? What's on your spirit that's weighing you down? And what are you doing to dig yourself out of that hole? Are you like me? Is it hard to to process information? Are you a compartmentalizer? You know, one thing for me, one struggle for me is the, the lack of the ability to accept flowers. We were in the room today and they were thanking me for how much work we've put into the space to grow it. We had an amazing room of 430 people who came in there speaking about self-love and self-care. And they were pouring into me. And I'm just so tempted to throw that love back onto my colleagues, the people that helped me build it. And you know what they say? No, Justin, please say thank you. Accept these flowers. Accept this love. That's a struggle for me because I'm always tempted to just throw it back on someone else. There's nothing wrong with taking those flowers. I receive them. I thank you for them. I thank you for your support. I thank you for it. I'm working on that. I'm working on myself. I'm evolving. My brother Nick said last week, it says, new year, same grind. For me... I'm going to always be the same person, but I have to start thinking differently, moving differently to protect my peace and do things that serve me. I need to lead by example. I don't pretend to have it all figured out. But I wanted to use this episode as an opportunity to come in there and tell all of you, my faithful listeners who've supported each and every episode, those from the beginning, those from the middle, those from the end. Even if you just listen to one episode, a snippet, a clip, a reel, I thank you. I'm only here because of you. I promise to you, to myself, that I will continue to be my most authentic self 
I will be transparent. I will be honest. I will keep pushing content that helps makes a change, that helps makes a difference. I will keep creating episodes that bring you information that you can relate to, that you can benefit from, that you can share. 50 episodes in the books. This is me. This is Justin. This is my story. And I'm not apologizing for any of it. Episode number 50 of the Mental Wealth Podcast. Thank you so much for your support, for your love. Please share, review, love, shit. Go on our Instagram, blow up our reels, the mental underscore wealth podcast. Like, comment, bookmark, share our content. YouTube, we've got some YouTube shorts out there that are doing amazing. Tap in with us. We're on TikTok now, the Mental Wealth Podcast. Search us on there, mentalwealthpodcast.org. Thank you guys so, so much for building with me, for staying with me. I can't wait for you guys to see what we have on the other side of the second half of this second season of the Mental Wealth Podcast going into the fall. I love each and every one of you. Today, I affirm all of you, but especially today, for the love of you, Justin James, I affirm you, I love you, and I thank you.